I'm Kev Jackson. Welcome to ChatPod, the Chat About Podcast. We have Brian Olson with us. He's the Solid Waste Director for Beltrami County. Brian, welcome back. Thanks, Kev. Thanks for having me again. How's everything going in the world of solid waste? Well, overall, um, pretty good. You know, I would like to just start out with uh, um, we've had a uh, long-time employee up in our Black Duck Transfer Station that passed away on February 3rd, and I just want to say that he's going to be truly missed and just talk about some operational uh, um, changes a little bit there that due to his uh, his recent uh, um, passing away. Okay. Tell us a little bit about him. Yeah, so Wally was a, you know, Wally Swanson, um, everyone that visited the Black Duck Transfer Station knew him. Uh, he was just a kind-hearted, easygoing guy. Um and again, twenty plus years of service. One thing about Wally, you always knew that he was going to be there. As as an employer, that's hard to find sometimes for a place that has just a one employee uh, shop like that. That you know, always there. Yeah. He'd never called in sick. He would just make it there and uh, and make sure that he was uh, supporting um, the Black Duck Transfer Station. And uh, so what, what changes need to be made now? Well, we obviously are, we have temporary, you know, service up there. So we're sending um, employees from Bemidji to go up there. So I'm just, I'm just talking about that if, if there happens to be because of bad roads or whatever and the facility's not open, you know, might be five minutes late. So far we haven't had any, any issues, but just want to just mention that if there is some type of delay for one of our employees to get up there it's it's not on on purpose we're trying to do fill that position the best we can okay. um and yeah i uh there could be some hours changes in the near future as far as what what goes on until we get his uh position filled all right uh in addition to that, uh, um, if, we've, if we're working on projects on the uh, the long holiday weekend, Monday we will not be able to bring uh, any debris or anything to you guys. You're going to be closed. Yeah, so we, you know, the transfer station will be closed, but I just want to remind everyone that uh, our remote sites will be open. You know, you can still bring your household trash stuff you place underneath your kitchen sink and your recycling to the facility. We'll still have that bypass lane open for when we're closed. So. Um, yeah, just a reminder, then the facility will actually be open on Tuesday. So normally we're closed to the public on Tuesday, but we will be open Tuesday for traffic to come through the transfer station. Okay. Um, so, um, uh, one of the other big things coming up, legislative session, you noted is in, uh, is on underway and there's, um, some legislation that you're watching very closely. Yeah, you know, we uh, proposed or put in for a grant for um, the Northwest uh, Nine County Hub and Spoke System, which is just a, I guess, a fancy way of saying the new way to get rid of demolition debris in northwestern um, part of the state. And we're really, uh, I guess, um, wanting to inform the public that if you hear something in that to support that grant, uh, we need the money in order to make or get the infrastructure in place and the equipment so we have a a place to put our demolition debris in a few years okay um, so tell us a little bit more about what you're what you're looking to do yeah so 
the uh, the demo online demolition debris um, sites or landfills are going to end up being closed. The state of Minnesota is going through rulemaking right now. They part of the rulemaking is that uh, they want to get rid of any unlined landfills, and it's due to they uh, you know they want to try to protect the water. Um, and and I and we all understand that, but then we got to have a place to put the demo debris. Mm-hmm. Um, don't necessarily want it to go to a, a, a MSW landfill like we have over in Gently, where all of our stuff goes currently, because that then makes demo debris much more costly. You know, instead of having it at uh, at the seventeen dollars a cubic yard to get rid of it at our online landfill, you're talking the eighty five to up to one hundred and fifty dollars a ton to get rid of it at uh, at that facility. So we we understand that we don't want the waste to be then you know burned buried on site or possibly placed somewhere in any of our public lands up here so that's that's why we're really concerned that if we don't have a easy economical place for demo debris that that's what we'll see okay um is it now is this in in conjunction with the changing of their laws going forward or is that a different project altogether no it's really in conjunction with the laws being changed and you know if it was up to us we wouldn't have we wouldn't do any change we just continue to do what we we currently do um a lot of these landfills are not polluting any groundwater um but there's all these new nuances you know we have pfas everywhere now and everyone's concerned about pfas and you know, it's in drinking water, it's in rainwater, it's everywhere. Um, so because we have wells around these facilities, they're testing now for PFAS. And, of course, what do we have in that gets hit on there? We have PFAS in there. So um, I would argue we, I think we have PFAS in probably a lot of our drinking or, out of, or residential wells because we just don't test for it. We don't yeah. know, but that's a requirement now that we've uh, went through and, and again, it's everywhere. You know, what's how are we going to deal with it? I don't know. You know, to me, we need to then stop producing it in order for us not to be affected by it. So, because it's in everything. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and again, remind us of that new law that's going into effect. That's like five years down the road? Yeah. Well, you know, they were going to have it done by the end of 2025. Now the MPCA is telling us that it might be a little bit longer than that. So with all of that, you know, it it's then a reaction. You know, if you try to backwards plan from that, okay, if it's if it's uh, 2025 at and and that's the time that the law is going to come into effect. They were talking about a seven year plan. Then you need to have seven years to figure out a place to put your demo debris because all of the online landfills will be closed. So if that's if that truly is the case, you know, trying to get grant funding usually only happens every two years during when the, when we go through the grant process. And um, there's 87 counties yeah. that have to then also then try to fight for the the money and you know that's not going to happen in seven years as yeah. far as 
the state then being able to provide the money and the resources to to make these changes in how we deal with waste. Okay. Hmm. Always, always something. Yeah, always, <laughs> always, and it's not cheap to it's not cheap to deal with waste. Every mm. you know that's the thing is it it has no more value to to the consumer, but it has a lot of value to a facility like us when we get it because we have to figure out how to get rid of it, and you know transportation, disposal costs, recycling costs, it all plays into all of our costs as far as what we pay to get rid of garbage. Talking with Brian Olson from the uh, solid, he is the solid waste director for Beltrami County. Brian, um, just wrapped up the holiday season. How much of an increase in waste do we see during the holiday season? Well, you know, you can usually tell by the traffic outside the transfer station and we're getting much more, I would say we're getting much more proficient and, and I think most people that visit our facilities agree that you're not you're no longer standing in a line you know out out on the street um as far as quantities i will say we see a huge influx in boxes you know and the recycling um uh items like that we see usually a surge right after the holiday as far as when it comes to you know gift giving to where we see a surge in TVs, for instance, because yeah. people want new TVs, electronics coming in, they're replacing their electronics. And uh, so that those are the types of things that we see. I don't necessarily have a, uh, a number to give you, but I'll tell you those are the things that I see that that every every year we see a huge increase in the amount of TVs that get turned in mm. right you know in the beginning of January because everyone got a new TV. Right, right. <laughs> what is the the biggest uh, thing that you guys are dealing with as far as waste in, in this day and age? Well, um, I would say some of the hot topic items are or new emergent things is con- you know we're the state's constantly stressing organic recycling or organics and and. You know, taking your food waste and getting it out of the landfills and, and coming up and, and which we have that program here. It's just we're, we're still, in my opinion, in the infancy stage of that because we just don't have a lot of people that, that do that. Um, besides that, I think it's the understanding of why we recycle mm-hmm. and why it's important in Beltrami County to recycle. I would say... The simple part is we don't pay for our recycling as far as a cost. So when we send that over to the Foston facility and it's all separated out and all of our containers and and fiber products are in that load, we don't pay a disposal cost or processing fee for that. So that's pretty huge for when it comes to, you know, trying to find the bottom line instead of putting it in your garbage, which we're paying then, to you know the the weight of that to get processed we don't pay for that in the recycling so mm-hmm. you can say you're also saving the county money when you're recy- or actually doing the recycling and the other thing in the recycling world is the facility is made to where if you don't um, 
because of how much waste there is in, in the fiber products usually get wet. If you place your fiber products, your cardboard, your paper into your garbage, they do not get recycled. Okay. We try to take all the containers out if you place it in the garbage. So a lot of people will say, well, it doesn't matter where you put it because it, it, you know, there's still this, there's still this uh, belief that it all just goes to the landfill, which that's not the case. Um, we still have, um, you know, we still have vendors or consumers that want to buy our recycling, and that's what makes it recyclable. You got to have a place to bring it. Mm-hmm. You can't just store it forever or, or say that something's happening to it. Um, and that's always emerging. There's a company, for instance, down in uh, Rogers that just started. They're called MyPlast. They're taking actually plastic film, so like uh, the I'm just the Target bags, the Walmart bags that you see the plastic. You know, you use them for carryout bags. That's the type of bags that they're taking and then bringing them through. They grind them up. And they send it through an extruder and make actually pellets back out of it that then they sell to make more plastic bags or whatever the whatever the uh, manufacturer is going to use it for. Okay. How much better are we at recycling than we used to be? Hmm. We put a lot of time and effort into, you know, trying to get people to recycle. I would say that... Uh, um, we're better, but we have a lot, a long ways to improve. You know, we we have a recycling rate um, around 30 to 40% in Beltrami County, depending on the year, nationwide. And I don't, don't quote me on this, but I believe nationwide we're actually under 10%. Oh, wow. Yeah, which is alarming. And I, I and I, I, Again, don't quote me, but it's actually a very low, low um, percentage. So we spend a lot, and that's the thing. You spend so much time and effort talking about recycling and taking it out of the waste stream, but yet if if that number truly is realistic, we have a long ways to, to go with that. And we continue to have, I guess, in the waste industry, we still have to figure out other things to do you know there's there's controversy about landfilling waste there's controversy about burning waste there's you know what's then the right thing to do because we produce it all the time yeah i mean what what are we what what is i mean there's 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 people saying if you burn it you know you're polluting the air which all these facilities have all these scrubbers and all these um um, computers that are analyzing the air quality that's coming out of that stack all the time. So it's like that, you know, is that good? Or is it putting it in a pile and letting it sit out in the middle, you know, in a landfill? I, you know, again, it's a philosophical thing. It's something that I think we need to to figure out because it's something that state agencies, they want less and less landfills. And they want less and less incinerators. So I'll just, I don't know of a way to make garbage just disappear. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I guess that's, we got to figure out, you know, the whole zero waste thing. It's a great concept, but at, we're a long ways away from zero waste and figuring out how, how that's going to all play into the future. 
Okay. Hmm. And, of course, it's not just a Beltrami County thing. It's a Minnesota thing. It's a nationwide thing. It's a worldwide thing. Exactly. And that's why it's, you know, it's 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 a hard thing to try to grab to grasp and to put your hands around because it there's so many nuances to waste on how we can handle it what we can do with it um batteries for instance we're constantly struggling with that we we had a uh, battery incident here um not too long ago that caused smoke in one of our containers and we responded to that never started a fire and i think i talked about that last time during chat about but you know that's the biggest fear yeah is one of our you know like the bemidji transfer station all of a sudden catching on fire because there's a lithium battery that ignited or someone decided to put uh um uh ashes in that weren't completely you know watered down and again ash isn't allowed to go into the waste stream because of that idea that you never know if it's completely out or not and if it does come in the only way we're supposed to take it is it looks like mud Hmm. okay (laughs) any other thoughts before we wrap it up today brian no again uh i thank thank you very much for having us here i think it's a great thing to be able to talk trash once a month and uh (laughs) and it's always a pleasure Well, it's great to have you in. He's Brian Olson, Solid Waste Director for Beltrami County. Brian, again, thanks for being here. Thank you. I'm Kev Jackson. Thanks for joining us today on ChatPod, the Chatabout podcast.